0: Still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy? or?
1: Stay to be happy about. You're up 2-0. Job's not finished.
0: Job finished?
1: I don't think so. everyone i hope you're doing well and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the jobs not finished podcast now um about a year and a month ago from now was when the news broke where i was at the gym with my brother it was a sunday we were training and i got a call from my manager and she said uh shazad we are no longer going to be coming into the office we're going to switch to working from home and at first i thought to myself you know this is Great news. This is exciting. You'll be at home. You're saving money, things like that. But, you know, as soon as the work week started, it's just, uh, it just got a little really hectic. The lines became blurred between my personal life and my work life. I started feeling very burnt out. And as we all probably do, we start Googling these things, YouTubing these things, and I went down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos. And that's where I found today's guest. I found a video on kind of burnout and experiences on the job and I looked into this guest a little more, I found their website, I found their Instagram, and I discovered that they are a certified life coach whose goal, main goal is to help people kind of lean into their identity, figure themselves out, f- live their dream life. Um, and I feel like that's very admirable, and I'm very excited and very happy that they were able to make some time to come on the podcast. So please give a warm welcome to Jamie Hammond. I really appreciate you coming on, Jamie. How are you?
0: I am so good. Thank you so much for having me come on your show. It's an honor to be here.
1: Uh, I probably butchered the background, so please feel free to like reintroduce yourself if you wish uh, to cover kind of your background and what you do with your business. I believe it is Speak Row Rise. It's a very interesting initiative, so um, if you would uh, feel free to kind of explain that.
0: Yes, absolutely. You didn't butcher it at all. Um, nope, you're you're absolutely right. I'm a certified life coach, and I help seekers. I call them seekers, people who are seeking a little bit more out of life, identify who they are, allow good things to come into their lives and then transform their lives into where they want to go.
1: So I, I did notice from your website, it says you had a BS in sociology and in just, you know, watching your videos, I noticed you did work in marketing. Uh, what kind of drew your interest or kind of like got you into those fields specifically before you did uh, branch out and create your own business?
0: Great question. So uh, at the end of the day, I just love people. And so I'm really interested in what makes people who they are. And, and that's why I love what I do now, because it's the amalgamation of everything that I've ever loved, at least academically what I loved. And so um, just to give you like a background of My career up until this point, first I started in sales, like in retail sales, and I was pretty good at that. And then when I started to go to school, I really cared about um, what made people who they are and what made people do the things that they do. And I wasn't as interested in the psychological aspect, like the individual person, so much as in broad strokes, how people um, communicate with each other and then decide who they are or who they want to be or who they don't want to be because of the things that have happened to them. And so I was uh, studying sociology, but what I was also doing was competitive public speaking. So uh, I've always been in speech and debate, um, and I was I was in a really competitive communications team. And so communications and sociology kind of led me down this path of like maybe I'm supposed to do marketing maybe that's where I'm supposed to be and so I pursued marketing after college um, and you know was fine at it um, and I and I realized around the same team that that you did uh, with the pandemic that what I love the most is is people and developing people and helping people be the best them they are. And that has nothing to do with marketing. It's quite the opposite with marketing, right? You're telling people <laughs> what what's wrong with them so that they will buy your products. And I hated everything about that. And so I, I drew upon all of that experience to bring it together as an amalgamation for what I wanted to do so that I could help other people identify their amalgamation of who they are and do what they want to do, whatever that is.
1: I, now, so just to kind of piggyback off that, something interesting I believe you said in one of your videos was that leaning into your identity has been life changing and just relating to your background it reminds me a lot of an anthropology course I took in kind of understanding the, the reasons behind pe- what people do. So can you elaborate on what that means? I, I found that really, very interesting. So I'm just wondering, you know, leaning into your identity has been life-changing and how you're aiming to do that for other people. What does that mean to you?
0: Uh, great question. So in terms of what that means to me is that my who I am and who you are is unique to Who we are. And it's unique to the background that we have. And so uh, the way that I think about that in terms of my own identity is culturally, for example. So I grew up bicultural. Uh, My mom is Costa Rican. My dad was white. And so I was half Latina, half white my whole life. And I was one foot in and one foot out. And in that experience, while I was never really like, I was always half one and half the other, never full of one culture, uh, I learned how to navigate the world through this kind of I don't have to be full of full something in order to exist, and and that's kind of how I've approached a lot of different things. When I think about my background, the things that I identify with, um, for example, my recovery and and a history of addiction, and the way that that shaped me uniquely, the way that my um, the way that I communicate is how I am uniquely. Everyone has that. Everyone has a an identity that is shaped by. Their race, their ethnicity, their class, their um, the things that they've experienced, the adversities that they've experienced. And that makes them uniquely qualified to help other people and serve other people, serve the world in whatever their highest good is and whatever our highest good is, if they can tap into it.
1: That, that makes a lot of sense. And I like how you kind of word it. And especially in a lot of your videos, you make it, you don't just bring the point, you make it relatable to other people as well, how they can kind of fill those shoes themselves and see how it applies to them. Uh, for everyone listening, I will or watching the YouTube portion, I will link um, all of Jamie's links uh, in the description down below. Uh, so, Jamie, something that you mentioned in one of your videos was about how this was your, you know, it was a very well-paying job when you were working in marketing. It was kind of your dream job. You had said you went to school for it. You felt like you worked your life to get this job, but you still felt like you kind of weren't feeling fulfilled. Um, can you talk a little bit more on that and what kind of drew that spark on, you know what? I'm, I'm officially going to walk away now.
0: Well, it was the burnout for me. Um, it was definitely the burnout. I, I learned of a term around that time called the golden handcuffs. And this job was absolutely a golden handcuffs kind of job. Uh, I had that year um, or the year before, I had broken six figures, something that I thought that I had always wanted to do it was a commission job and it was an account management job. And uh, what I had to do was do marketing work for multiple businesses as one would in a marketing firm. Um, the difference with this company was that it was all about quantity and not quality. And so there were some months where I had 40 or 50 businesses that I had to communicate with, treat like they were the only business that I had um, and and that I was working with. And that was really hard. It was really great in terms of managing my time. And I learned a lot of skills and all of that was really great. But what, what was really difficult for all of us was that we were all, we as in my team, my department, we were all uh, surviving you know like we were all just coming in every day and trying to manage our time and, and pretend that oh, this wow. job was sustainable um, and we were all just surviving And and me as a leader what I started to spend most of my time doing where I would lean into was developing them and was talking with them and identifying what it was that motivated them so that they could survive better. So like I was trying to survive and I was just trying to help my team survive a little bit better than I was by tapping into what their goals were or tapping into why it was that they wanted to make that commission or what it was that they wanted so that they had a reason to do all of this than just making a lot of money and then, and then hating your life when you go home because we didn't have enough time to spend any of that money, you know? And so that's how, that's how that ended up clicking for me is that I realized like, I just want to coach people. I was a, and I have been a, a public speaking coach since I left the the team that, that I was a part of and have gotten to coach there. I've been in leadership. I've been in, you know, really involved in developing other people. I've always loved that more than anything else. And then I was just like, I just want to do that. That's what I want to do. I want to develop people. And so that's how I ended up here.
1: So would you say, or- what do you think if you didn't have that experience in marketing and working with the team and coaching them, do you feel like something else would have led you down this path or do you feel like that was um, valuable in kind of getting to this conclusion?
0: 100%. I think I would have, uh, I think I would have ended up here uh, since, like I said, you know, over the last 10 years, I've, I've always been so interested in, in leading others and developing others and helping them find what is unique to them. That's, that's been the thread through everything. I think what, what this job did for me as, as something that led me there was that it was the catalyst. It, it, that with the pandemic made it absolutely impossible to not face what I was unhappy with. And so I I think that it came together as the right time. I think something else would have done it later on, but I'm glad that it happened when it did, because, you know, ever since then life has just been, has been what I wanted it to be. and so. I'm happy that it happened at the time that it did
1: yeah you know i'm actually glad too because not to um kind of spoil too much of your video but when i did watch that initial video on you made a video about quitting your job without another one lined up it felt like you were the things you were verbalizing you were taking it right out of my brain where i'm like this is exactly how i feel um and i feel like a lot of people can relate to that so again i will link everything down below it's definitely worth your time to check this out um not to speak too much about your uh, marketing background, but if I can ask one more question for the young marketing professionals, since it seems like you did kind of reach the top of the mountain um, and, you know, that golden handcuff position. But for the young marketing professionals that are still looking to have a career in this field, is there any advice you can give to them to, you know, what they might, what skills they should work on or how they can kind of be successful in that field?
0: Yes, Um I, if if there are people who want to do that, I think it's a great industry and I think that it does uh, really good things for the economy and for businesses, uh, specifically small businesses that need that. And so my my greatest advice would be to know why it is that you do what you do so that you can bring that into, what that business needs the most. And so if you are a marketer that is just part of a team for a business um, or you've been hired on because you're an account manager or you're you're working through that sort of, of lens to, to know why it is that you do this and why it is that you believe that you can help them get what they need, you them as a business, so that it is not just i'm just trying to help them sell product it's i'm helping that i know that i can with my skills help them change the world in the way that they're supposed to because of the skills that i'm bringing to the table
1: when you do when you did make that uh kind of switch to leave that job and you started your own business uh, speak grow rise i know you spoke about it in your video again where you mentioned you bet on yourself uh, whenever you were put against the wall uh, you always bet on yourself and you came out, OK, you did all right. And uh, even with that being said, when you do leave your job, was there ever that part of was there ever that fear of, OK, that, you know, that guaranteed income is gone. Now I have to start from scratch, create like a clientele. Uh, how did you kind of get over that hump?
0: So the first answer to that is yes, 100 percent um, this is the question that I get the most. So I get, um, I have people in my DMS and I have people who like, uh, will sign up with, uh, consulting calls with me. And this is the question that I get the most. And so for anyone who feels this way, um, if they're afraid of this feeling, or if they have this feeling 100%, yes, (laughs) I was absolutely afraid. Um, I was absolutely afraid because I also was afraid that, I had given up on, on something that was going really well, you know, something that I had spent so much time into. So it wasn't just the money. It was the trajectory that I was letting go of. Um, And, and so, yes, absolutely. I was definitely afraid and I didn't quite know what I was going to do next, but what I did and what I recommend for anybody else who is in this position is that I recommend to look around and so that's what I did I just looked around and I was like I I know that this is what I want to do I know that uh chances are really high that I'm not going to like come out the gate and then be super successful and I know that I don't want to um end up living under a bridge which was 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 my fear so I'm going to make money (laughs) I'm going to make money somehow and I want to make money in a way that aligns with me and so um one of the things that I did to combat that, um, which is, you know, one of the coolest things that I think happened in, in this trajectory that I'm on now was when I say that I was looking around, I had, uh, not been coaching officially with that old team that I was a part of for a number of different reasons. And I was scrolling through Instagram. And again, like I was looking around, I was looking, looking out for opportunities. Um, and I saw a post on Instagram from my old team, about a camp that was coming up in like two months from then. And I knew that that was an opportunity that I could participate in if they hired me to be a coach for this camp. Oh, wow. And so then I was like, well, that's money, you know? I, that's money and it's coaching. <laughs> And so then I, I reached out to, to the director. I asked if I could apply. They were like, yeah, absolutely apply. I ended up applying. Um, I ended up getting like a low-key promotion with that. Um, and then I ended up getting hired on for the year. And oh, wow. so it went from no money to guaranteed income two months down the line to a job. And so uh, now my life is just stitched together with a bunch of gig work and, and some other things and a full-time job here and there now. But um, that was the first thing that gave me the momentum and got me out of that fear place so that I could keep the snowball going and then keep looking for things that aligned with me with what I wanted to do and then still sustain myself.
1: Wow, that that, that makes sense. And it's definitely uh, a tough journey, but I'm glad that you know it does sound like you did hit the ground running and uh for everyone out there there are a lot of especially during the pandemic people have started small businesses um i hope that you know kind of gives them hope because it is very scary to do so props to everyone doing it and there is success out there you just have to kind of you know as you said look around um so how would you say the experience has been when you compare this now what you love to do coaching people comparing it to your past corporate jobs is there any pros as well as cons that stand out to you
0: yes um I'll go with the pros first. I I have way more pros than cons. So there is nothing better than the feeling of knowing that I've watched somebody go from insecure, afraid, unsure to certain. Uh, and, and so when I see that happen, like that is, that is so affirming. It's so affirming for my purpose, for what I believe my calling is. Um, and, and it's what, what gets me to turn on the Zoom call with a potential client or with an actual client. And so, and, it, and it's also what keeps me going with the the YouTube channel. And so like that makes it worth it every time. And the, when I think of the, the pros compared to my old job was that I didn't have that experience enough with the marketing job. Like I would go in to work with them and I just like wasn't sure if what I was gonna do was gonna help them. I knew that they needed hope and I was like selling them hope and I was hoping to.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so I very rarely got that certainty, me certain and them certain that what we were doing was working, you know? And so I I would say that that the life coaching really definitely gives me that opportunity to, to know that what I'm doing matters. Um, and then in terms of cons, certainly it's that it's, it's a business that works with me um, working. And so like if I am not working on it, the business does not work. And that has been its own road with my own personal struggles, my own personal obstacles, um, and my own work that I've had to do as well through this with my own fear work and my own imposter syndrome and all that stuff that I've had to work on. Um, At the end of the day, what I've learned is if I don't take action, there's no results and I can have excuses or results. (laughs) And so uh, I would say that that's the biggest con, that that is most clear that maybe a, a regular 40 hour a week job gives you a little bit more forgiveness around that.
1: When I feel like it's so hard to figure out, like, who am I really? When you're working with clients to take that extra step and help them, like not only be comfortable in who you are and to work with them in getting to that step, Um, if you could speak a little bit more uh, specifically on, you know, how you tackle that, I know you like coaching, but it's so difficult uh, in my mind to work with clients. So it's amazing that you can do it. How did you get comfortable doing that? And how do you know, like, okay, I'm working with this person, as you mentioned, you have this coaching call. How are you going to like, how do you game plan on tackling that and getting them to their goal?
0: Uh, great question. So I don't do all of the work. And I think that that's important to mention is that as, as a life coach, my role, I feel like my role is to be a mirror and to ask questions and to, to help the client that I work with, the person that I'm working with, identify where they're at. And so it's, you know, it's important to note that a big part of my program is a workbook, a big, meaty workbook um, with a lot of reflection, a lot of work, a lot of shadow work. Um, as a lot of people call it, to identify what's going on, because I think that there's, you know, there's stuff that happens in sessions, and we can have breakthroughs in sessions. But I really feel, at least with my own experience, the the searching and the identification and the the coming face to face with fear, it happens alone. It happens in those moments when you commit to searching for that, and then allowing that to exist. And so my workbook is a part of my program. Meditation is a big part of my program. And then there's the coaching session. So then when when someone comes to a coaching session, what they're then telling me is what they've learned from that work and what they've experienced. And then what I'm doing is I'm listening to what they're not saying. I'm listening to what they're oh, wow. saying and I'm listening how, to how they're saying it and the things that they're not saying. And then that's when we start to pull that apart. And so I've had some some really great experiences with working with uh, people when they, they say, like, I realized I realized that I've got this fear, but that, that voice that I hear is this person from... The past. Right. And it was this thing that happened that I hate thinking about. And then I'm like, cool. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's unpack that so that we can see what's on the other side of that. Absolutely. 100% life coaching is the coolest thing that I've ever done. Um, and, and in those sessions and those, you know, when we really get to those points, that's, that's the coolest thing I've ever done. Uh, coaching college students and high school students is, um, just gives me spice to my life because it's an opportunity to, be, be the, the leader that I needed, um, be the mentor that I always needed that I didn't have. And then something else that I do now that I did end up getting a full-time job in a non-pandemic impacted industry, which is that now I help people who can't pay their rent, uh, pay their rent. So I provide rent assistance to people. And so that's one of the other things that I do that is high up there too, where I get to listen to someone's story and then change their lives with, funding that is just set up for helping people pay their rent and then the other thing that i do i do do a lot of things like i said um i do voice acting too voiceovers and brand spokesperson videos and and stuff like that and so then i get the opportunity to be a presenter too so all of it ends up being me talking or me (laughs) listening um and and that's the way i like it and i'm glad that that's where i'm at
1: well see again it seems like you have a lot of unique and amazing experience to focus in on one part that I, again, noticed on your website was the Ignite Your Life program. Uh, I believe it stands for Identify, Galvanize, Nurture, Impress, Target, and Elevate. Uh, you got it. Can you speak a little bit more on that program, the Ignite program?
0: Yes. So the Ignite program is, like you said, it's an acronym um, for the things that are the experiences that I went through in the transformation of my own life from uh a down and out down and out kind of experience like we all end up having right one that was riddled with everything from addiction to mental illness but also to high sensitivity and um, navigating life through uh, a lens that was more focused on I me mean, from other people right living living a life that was more focused on the way that I wanted people to perceive me rather than how I wanted to live a life and so, those phases, those six phases are the phases that we go through. And it's really centered on the work experience at first. And so we we first start in the identify and the galvanized period to to focus on who you are. How things have been going, your mindset and beliefs, um, specifically as they relate to work, and then kind of creating what you want your work life to look like. Because a lot of the people that I work with um, are people who have identified that they have been working a job in a certain way or a career in a certain way, and they are not happy with that. And so uh, instead of looking at it as just career coaching, this is more starting in the career place and then opening that up because usually it's it's easier to conceptualize that something's not working with the career and then open the focus up to the other parts of our lives. And so then it moves through um, nurture and impress. And that that phase is more about the self-care and the work-life balance that we're not spending time on because of the way that we were working the job before. And then ultimately it moves into the way that we want to who, the ourselves that we want to put out into the world and then how we can communicate. Cause I'm, I'm a communication coach, right? How to add that into, um, how we communicate who we want to be. And so what, as sending setting boundaries, making arguments, um, and speaking in a way that supports this life that we want to live.
1: Uh, I did see that there is a kind of, uh, free starter that people can sign up for get kind of a glimpse into the project and then they can also kind of reach out to you and schedule a one-on-one coaching session uh do you is it just all through your website Uh, how do you kind of communicate with your clients and how can they sign up for this program
0: a great question so yes as you said if you sign up for my email list you'll get a copy of the free five minute fire starter which is a quick teaser of the ignite program so you can see how that may work for you and then it also includes an identity worksheet which is one of the first things that we do in that workbook uh, where we start unpacking those different identities that we have to start identifying who we are and so you'll get that if you sign up for my email list it is consistently inconsistent (laughs) in terms of the emails that i send out Um, but you can find me on my website www speakgrowrise.com and sign up for the email list there or on my YouTube channel, uh, which is uh, youtube.com slash Jamie E Hammond. uh, And you can find my videos there and also the opportunity to sign up through there or on Instagram at Jamie E Hammond. And you can sign up through my links there.
1: Yeah. And again, guys, everything will be down in the description below. And I know I don't know Jamie personally, but I can vouch that when I saw the video, I reached out immediately uh, I believe it was via Instagram, not expecting much. You know, You sometimes you reach out to people, they don't respond, they don't really, they just ignore you. Sometimes people put on a personality, I'll say, online. But Jamie reached out and it seemed like she really cared. She gave me advice, just uh, kind of like a coaching session just right then and there. And I really felt uplifted after our talk. And before I even launched this podcast, I did reach out and she was very open to coming on. So I really appreciate that. Um, uh, everything seems genuine and there is a wealth of knowledge on the YouTube channel, on the Instagram, on your website, uh, everything will be linked down below. I really appreciate you coming on, Jamie. Is there anything else that you would like to kind of um, touch on that we may have may not have covered so far? The only
0: thing uh, that I want to say is that whatever it is that you've gone through, whatever it is, good or bad, that there is something there that can help other people. and And all you have to do is look towards it instead of looking away from it. And you can change the world with just looking toward what you've gone through
1: oh wow there's there's definitely power in everyone's experiences i agree with that so jamie before we end the podcast there is a little random trivia that we like to play and (laughs) you're, you're not expected to know the answer to this question uh so far nobody has gotten their questions right on the trivia it's just for fun so you'll have 30 seconds after i ask the question to answer so are you ready for the trivia question
0: I am. I used to be a trivia host because it was better on that side of things. And so I don't have high hopes, but let's go You, them.
1: you might be the first one, I guess. Right? So let's see. <laughs> um, there are a lot of well-known motivational speakers, uh, Tony Robbins and Eric Thomas, Jamie E. Hammond, for example. Um, can you name the character and movie where this well-known motivational quote is from? Uh, the quote goes, uh, yes, the past can hurt, but the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it.
0: That's a uh, Lion King.
1: Oh, you actually got it right. <laughs>
0: That's Rafiki and Lion King. No.
1: <laughs> uh, you got it right. Oh, man. Yes. I had a feeling. I... <laughs> That's crazy. So, we, we have the first person that got the trivia question right. <laughs> Congratulations to Jamie Hammond. Um, again, I really appreciate you for coming on and just blowing the podcast away with all your knowledge as well as everything you've shared. And now you got the trivia question right. So, thank you again, Jamie. I really appreciate your time.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here and I wish you the best of luck too with this podcast.